what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the fantasy fellow show i'm your host the fellow kgb you can follow me on twitter at the fellow kgb and monday night january 11th a little after 6 p.m central time we got some people in the chat room what's going on aiden man hope your monday is going well justin thank you guys for hanging out in the chat room tonight uh we're gonna be kind of just going loosely around through the nba the fantasy basketball i want to look at some potential buy and sell players uh, I did get a comment on that earlier. I think over the weekend, someone was asking for something more specific in that direction. And then uh, we're going to be looking at some potential waiver wire uh, ads this week or free agency if you guys play uh, with the non-waiver system. But I did want to kind of just shout out real quick. We're doing the Fantasy Fellowship. This is a free league that I started with a handful of people through YouTube or for from Twitter and just a couple friends of mine. But uh, we're three weeks in right now. It looks like our team Invictus here, Frank Ping, is uh, blowing away the competition up there at 3-0. and And then a uh, good friend, uh, the fellow MLB, Matt Bame, is in second place there at 3-0. and I had a tough week. I went 2-1 and through three weeks so far. But we got Team Kobe. That's I think I, I'm sorry if I pronounce it wrong, but I think it's Hui Kong Tan. Uh, and then Andrew Bauer. That's my brother there. And then Snehith and Jim and Austin Cornelius Cornelison here. Everyone's... Two and one are better. So that's kind of a, just a fun little area that I've been looking at there. But uh, yeah, what are we going to do here? We're going to be going over some buy and some sell players that I think are interesting. I'm going to start just by looking at like the NBA uh, as a whole. And basically, we're just going to kind of look down the percent rostered. And maybe we'll just click by average for season averages so far. So interesting interesting enough here, Nikola Jokic is the number one player through roughly three weeks of fantasy play. And I mean, when it gets to the top guys, I don't advise selling you know, your first, your second round picks, unless you're really frustrated or you want to get uh, someone of equal value there. So for the most part, like Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns, it's good to see him back. If you were able to trade for him, I think that would have been a good move while he was out. Uh, but definitely I'm not really looking to move any of these top, you know, these top 10, 15 players. Um, some guys that I could see myself moving kind of get down to here. Uh, I, I do like CJ McCollum quite a bit. He's not hundred percent owned, uh, but this is the guy that's been kind of been known as a streaky shooter. Uh, and then I, I think I do, I think this is, but uh, we're seeing some consistency here with CJ McCollum. I like his points. He just came off a big 37 point game here. So this could be kind of both ways here. If, if you want to buy CJ McCollum, I think, I mean, you could potentially buy him a little bit lower than what you paid for him. He was what a fourth round pick for the most part in this league. He was drafted in the fifth round. So you could potentially sell high on McCollum and try to get someone that was drafted above him. Uh, but for me, if I'm a McCollum owner, I'm trying to hold. And if I, if I don't have, McCollum and you're really into him. I think this is a potential guy that you want because if you look at the week on a whole through seven days, like for the most part, he's going to have one of these big games and then his low games are somewhere in the 30s. So I do like McCollum and sometimes people get a little bit nervous about his history, about not being consistent. So I do, I do like McCollum. Uh, this is the guy here too with Julius Randle. I think people have uh, gotten great returns on Julius Randle to start the season. In this draft, this is a 12-team league. He went the fifth round, 57th overall, and he's performing as the number two power forward here. His numbers have been great, averaging 44.4 points. Um, this could potentially be a sell high point, uh, Julius Randle. He's he's overperforming at the, at this point right now. So do you think he can continue it? I personally think he can. He's been averaging basically a double double the rest like all season, and then he's going to chip in with the assists. He'll occasionally get the steals and the blocks. So I tr I tend to not move a player if he's performing at the peak because uh, I, I I'd like to see him continue. And because it was a fifth round draft pick, I think I'm going to hold on to Julius Randle. Uh, but this might be guy a guy that I'm I'm looking to acquire because maybe the owner has Randall and, and they think, oh, oh, he's playing too good. We should sell high on that. I think I'd be interested in keeping Julius Randall or uh, potentially targeting him there. 
Uh, let's go ahead. You can list your team there, Aiden. Uh, yeah, we can we can get some 14 team uh, move recommendations there. Um, so Justin, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. So we need some waivers because we got Demar should be back next game, but I don't have Russ or Kyrie. So you're probably specifically looking for point guards at this point, Justin, and guys that uh, should be owned. I believe you said it was a 10 team league. If I if I'm mistaken, uh, you can correct me. But for 10 team leagues, I'm just going to go ahead and kind of filter. Uh, by percent rostered here just we're looking strictly at the point guard position because that's what you would like for for Russ or Kyrie so um, guys that are maybe like less than 80 percent available here so I mean DiVincenzo has been playing good good ball here he's about 71 percent owned he's not an elite score or anything but I, I like his consistency he did have a kind of a bad game here on the second night of a Detroit game uh, but for the most part, averaging 23.1 points in this scoring system, uh, he's never going to blow up in any certain column. But I like the ability for him to just fill out, you know, pretty much everything on the stat sheet. So he, at 71% owned, he might be available, and he's not going to—he's not going to fill in for Russ or Kyrie for sure. But uh, this guy might be a player that one—he gets a lot of minutes, good chance at getting double-double, uh, get double-digit. Uh, scoring points and then he's going to just consistently fill out rebounds assist i like his defense he's actually a really fun player to watch when he doesn't have the ball in his hand he's really good defensively he gets blocks a point guard you know shooting guard that can get blocks that's kind of fun um but uh one actually let's do this i want to kind of filter this is a tool that i like to use uh if you filter by the last seven days and then we're going to filter by fantasy points per game and then you're going to start to see some of these some of these other things start to stick up here. So Tyrese Halliburton, that's like the first one that kind of comes on the radar. 81.5% known, so it's not likely, but uh, maybe this is a guy to potentially, I don't know if, if he would be a buy at this point. It's a, it's a small sample size, but again, this is a rookie, a really high drafted rookie here who's getting minutes on a team that uh, we, we don't expect much out of the King. So they should continue to get him the ball, but man, this is assisting. I didn't, I didn't really figure this and then you like the steals with the consistency here. So Halliburton might be a guy worth looking into. But for Justin's 10-team league, we're kind of looking at guys that are lesser owned. Um, is Tyus Jones available? This would be the easiest call, I think. If Tyus Jones is available for you, Justin, this would be – because we, we know we know um, John Morant is out for maybe another two or three weeks. And it looks like – I picked up Ty, Tyus Jones in the two leagues that I play, and he had his best game against Brooklyn the other night here. So 41.5 points double double with 11 points and 10 assists he's he's actually pretty you know good at getting the steals here so you see a bunch of twos and this one he ended up with four so i do like his you know kind of spread out ability here he's not going to wow you with any category in, in specific but uh he's showing a pretty nice floor here um upwards of 27 29 on a good night uh he just got he got picked up so dang it uh but tyus jones that would have been uh that would have been a really good one so i'll keep i'll keep looking around here but he Kwong, thank you man thanks for hanging out you're kicking ass in the fellowship league so keep it up uh and then we'll see if you can get the, the first place here but man i think you're the one that uh you might have gotten me i can't remember who i lost to it might have been frank uh but uh we're, we're so we're looking for justin here so we, we just mentioned tyus jones and if you play in a league and tyus jones available like he's only 22.3 percent owned so this is a guy i don't care if it's 10 12 or even 14 team leagues this guy should be available he's worth a start every night here and i just the game just started against cleveland so we'll see how he does here but tyus jones is definitely worth the pickup but we're looking for guys that are specifically you know maybe maybe we'll lower our range to maybe 50 60 percent owned let's see what alfred payton's been doing uh, Alfred Payton's, you know, I don't know if you remember, I think it was maybe two years ago, this guy was, he had a run of like just triple doubles and he was just putting up points. I think that was with the Pelicans for a little bit there, but this is a guy who's getting a ton of minutes 
for the New York Knicks. I, I don't I don't like the Knicks, but I, I really value the opportunity that he is getting, and he's scoring at a consistent clip. He's going to chip in rebounds or assists, you know, high, heavily one night or the other. So steals, blocks, those kind of come in spurts. Uh, but I do like his availability. He's only 47.2% owned. So maybe Alfred Payton, this might be a guy that's available for Justin here. He's averaging 25.2 points. So it might be kind of a long shot if you play in a more savvy league, but uh, he's definitely worth a look here. So Tyrese Maxey's been getting some run uh, just because the, the Sixers have just been kind of hit with a lot of weird stuff going on right now. So if you need a guy just for a week, I mean, you might as well just ride Maxey out and he's only 26.3% owned, but man, he, uh, he just scored 39 points last night here. You might be able to catch a little bit of a heat check of a run. Maybe, he, you know, he stays hot the next three games or so while Philly's going through some stuff. Um, so he's a guy to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, let me see if I can find another one. Shake Milton, I would have I would have probably said him if he wasn't going through his situation. What's Patty Mills been doing? Because Patty, I've noticed Patty Mills has been kind of on and off uh, my waiver wires here. And it looks like he's starting to get a pretty high floor here too. So if you can just sit with a 14 or an 18, you know, randomly throughout the week, but I, I do like the consistency here. He's going to see almost 30 minutes, you know, a night, and he's going to be one of those streaky shooters for sure. He could have an eight or a 10 point game, uh, but he's also going to chip in kind of elsewhere here. So you can pick up Patty. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that means we couldn't pick up Alfred Payton at the moment here. So Patty Mills, I guess that, that guy would probably go to the top of the list. Uh, I'm sure DiVincenzo wasn't owned. Uh, let me just take a quick peek at Peyton Pritchard. I think this game got canceled tonight, uh, if that's correct. I think this Miami-Boston game got canceled tonight, so I don't really care for those numbers that much. Um, let me see here. So we're kind of getting down in the list. Um, while I'm here, I just want to say Jamal Murray might be a guy that's worth a buy low. Um, I mean, he's he's playing a lot of minutes. I think he had an elbow injury at some point this year that he might have missed a game. Yeah, he might have missed that game right there. Uh, but the, the Jamal Murray owner might be a little bit frustrated with how things are going right now. I mean, he's the 21 rated point guard um, under 30 fantasy points per game. So uh, for where he was drafted, looks like, you know, 37th overall here in this league, which is, you know, end of third, beginning of the fourth round. This might be a potential buy low candidate here because I, I would fully expect him to get at some point back up to where his bubble, uh, you know, playing numbers were. Um, so let me look at here. Uh, correction, Camp Payton. Thank you. And you, you uh, Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday. So the Pacers. Uh, before I get to that, I want to kind of just show off a thing that I found. Well, some of my friends found it, but the hashtag basketball is a website. Hashtag basketball.com. And they have this advanced schedule grid. And when I'm looking for guys to add for the week, I'm looking for guys with like four and sometimes five games per week. And what they do is they do a good job of breaking down the schedule. And then we're going to see that. Holy crap. The Pacers have five games this week. That's, that's that's big time. If you could add a pacer this week, that would be tremendous value. The Sixers did have five. I'm not sure if uh, we, we kind of have to monitor and take that you know night by night, but the Sixers do play five games here. So that's kind of something to, to keep an eye on too. Uh, but I like looking at this specifically on like a Sunday night when I'm making my waiver wire pickups or just looking at guys to potentially pick up. I'm, you know, I'm usually looking for, for sure games with, you know, guys with four games. Uh, but that does kind of sway my thinking sometimes when making a pickup here. Um, so for now, I do like Patty. We'll see if we can kind of beat him at any point. So any recommendations, trades, waivers? Yeah, that's what we're working on here. Let me see. Okay, here we go. So Aiden's got Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, KD, Collins, Aiden, McCollum, Adebayo, Wiseman, OG, and Unopi. Darius Garland, that's a good hold. Marcus Smart, Steph Curry, and Steve Adams. Whew. 
I don't know if I need to touch that. I mean, your worst player at this point is probably Anunobi or maybe Marcus Smart. What's going on? I haven't checked out Marcus Smart in a while. Um, yeah, your worst player is probably OG Anunobi. Man, I think I think you're looking like I don't really see anyone that I can cut on this list. If you can move Darius Garland to the IR, but I mean, I I was also going to bring up Darius Garland as a guy to hold on to. Um, but dang, Aiden, that team's looking pretty good. Um, but I'm trying to find another potential. If we can beat a guy like um, a guy like Patty Mills, we'll see if we can do it. So Justin Holiday, he's about 22.3% owned. Um, I, I'll tell you what, I might be more interested in Justin Holiday if he's available than Patty Mills because I think he's going to play more. Um, he's not as streaky. I mean, he, he's a kind of a streaky scorer, but he's going to get you more categories. He's going to. I mean, you you play in a points league, but I like the, that he kind of spreads out his potential points with rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. So I think for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say give me Justin Holiday. And again, he does play in that awesome five game stand. I don't know if you're able to get him in before the game starts tonight. But uh, he does play five games, and the San Antonio Spurs, they only got three. So I think for a week, you know, let's let's ride with Justin Holiday and see where that's going. I think that's a really good potential spot there. Um, also, I was kind of looking they, – they just ruled somebody out for the Pacers uh, for tonight's game. So for sure, Justin Holiday is a guy um, I think I would take over Patty Mills. Yeah, they ruled TJ McConnell out for tonight, so he's not playing. So you're probably going to see a heavy workload for a guy like uh, like Justin Holiday. So I think that's the guy that I'm going to like the most. Um, so who is who's this Jacob kid? What's going on? So who's someone I can try to get from McCollum? Category league, by the way. Okay. So when I think about here, let's actually just pull up my draft recap from this because um, I don't know. When I'm thinking, if if I'm trying to buy McCollum, you know, part of my my thought process goes into okay, where was he drafted? So in this one, he was round five. Uh, fourth overall. So I think that's 52nd overall. Uh, but the way McCollum is playing is you're potentially getting a, a, a top 15, a top 20 player. So if you if you know somebody that that really likes the Blazers or just likes McCollum in general, or someone that needs threes, um, you might be able to, to switch out McCollum for a guy that should give you more value and should have been a higher draft pick. So let me just kind of filter this and let's just see where McCollum actually is. So uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So he's playing like the 15th best player, but this is on a points per game base. You know, this is a points league. So if you're playing categories and, and you think you can help somebody with the threes, um, I don't know, um, Jacob's kid, is, is there a specific position that you're looking for to get in mind? Are you good on threes and some of the other stats there? Would you like to... Uh, would you like to hit on some kind of other stat there? Because if you're looking to just kind of swap out a guy like McCollum for somebody else uh, with with similar you know similar numbers, I mean you might be able to get the Steph Curry guy, a potential buy low for Steph Curry. I kind of like Malcolm Brogdon. I think Malcolm Brogdon's got a much higher floor than CJ McCollum, you know, on a nightly basis. And McCollum, I mean McCollum can put up 50 points every now and then, but I, I really like the floor of Malcolm Brogdon. That's kind of like an even that's like an even trade because both guys in this league they were drafted in the fifth round. So that's kind of like an even swap. But I think you should probably you know head a little higher. Um, and what, whatever happened with my, so if, if you want to try to get Jason Tatum, a guy that's going to be out for a little bit with the, with the COVID, this might be the right opportunity to get a guy like Jason Tatum. 
this would probably be one of my best, you know, number one recommendations to buy right now. Guys that are on COVID, and if if you, it's, it's one week, I don't know how long your guys' season is. If it's you know 17, 18 uh, regular season weeks. I mean, what's what's one week in in the, the grand scheme of things? I mean, we know Jason Tatum is one of the best players uh, in the league right now, and uh, if you can get him on a discount where someone's like, oh, like let's just get him, let's get rid of him. He's out for the week. This might be an opportunity to get a guy like Jason Tatum. So if you're thinking about moving McCollum, I would definitely uh, I would definitely go to like the All Players tab and just look for some of the names around him, uh, and then think about guys that were drafted ahead of McCollum because I think you've earned a little bit of equity with McCollum where you can cash in some value. Uh, I mean, I, I really like guys like, again, Jalen Brown, Malcolm Brogdon. I know Brown's kind of got a thing going on right now. Um, so he might have been uh, on the, the, the watch list there. Um, Brandon Ingram's a really fun player. So like, I, I, I if I'm looking to trade McCollum, I'm looking for someone kind of in his area who's maybe not performing as well as we thought, but th that eventually should get corrected uh, and McCollum should maybe slide down a little bit. So I would definitely kind of look in this area of names and potentially get yourself like a second or third round pick in exchange for McCollum. Um, so uh, I have Holiday right now and could pick up Patty instead of OG and Unobi. So I have Holiday right now and could pick up Patty instead of OG and Unobi. How many games does our boy OG have? So the Raptors only played three, um, same as same as the Spurs here. So maybe um, OG and Unobi here. So I mean, at that point, I I think OG and Unobi. I kind of like. I kind of like the upside with him. He has been kind of uh, kind of sporadic at points, uh, but just looking ahead at his schedule, I mean, you know, we know his low points are 13, 15, so he's kind of got a Patty Mills vibe to some of these numbers here. Uh, but I just I like the opportunity. I want a guy that's going to play 35 minutes. So I think I'm going to stick with OG. Uh, and again, those I mean, they both played three games this week. The Spurs are playing Oklahoma. Houston and Houston, and then the Raptors get Portland, Charlotte, Charlotte. I think I like that the Raptors schedule a little bit better in that one for higher scoring. Um, so let me see what else we got here in the chat room. Top pickups over 50% are Josh Richardson, Lou Williams, Jaron Jackson, D. Rose, Anthony Edwards, Terrence Ross, Goran Dragic, and Joe Harris. Um, who? Aiden. If you can get Terrence Ross, I think Terrence Ross should be a lot more owned than what he is. Um, let me just kind of quick, let's, let's just do this. Um, I'm filtering to all available. I think Terrence Ross is averaging somewhere like up in the, the high twenties points per game and his, his ownership is just not equaling that at all. So we're looking for Terrence Ross. Let me see if I can find him quickly. Uh, where is Mr. Ross? Maybe I'll just filter here by, uh, Orlando. So Orlando is playing the bucks right now. Terrence Ross averaging 25 fantasy points per game in this scoring system. He's about 56.6% owned. And I, I really like Terrence Ross. He's kind of struggled the last two games. Uh, but this team is, is looking for scoring with, with Markel Fultz down. You got a, a rookie point guard there and Cole Anthony. Uh, but for the most part, this Terrence Ross was hitting up some big numbers here for a while to start the season. So I, I really think Terrence Ross deserves to be in a lineup. I do like Joe Harris. He's kind of streaky at times. Drogic seems a little hard to trust. If you're looking for a guy with upside, I mean, Anthony Edwards has actually been playing some pretty consistent basketball too. He's averaging a little bit less. Uh, he kind of had a stinker the last couple games against San Antonio. So I'm, I'm a little bit less excited about him. Um, 
Jaron Jackson, that's a hold for now, uh, especially if, if you have an IR spot, I'm totally cool with holding on to, to Jaron Jackson, but I don't think he's a must hold at the moment. Uh, Derek Rose, I just, I don't like the, the low minutes and the kind of inconsistency. He's very efficient with his limited minutes. Um, but, uh, I think, I think I prefer Terrence Ross still over him. Uh, and then the last one I wanted to look up was Lou, Lou Williams. Lou's been disappointing. He's been, he was a high, he was a seventh round draft pick in this league. Um, so I'm, I'm taking Terrence, Terrence Ross is, is kind of the new version of Lou Williams in my opinion. So I'm going Terrence Ross there. And then with Josh Richardson, I, I know a lot of people are excited about him with Dallas, but uh, it really just hasn't, you know, come to a lot of consistent points. So I think for me, Terrence Ross, Aiden is the guy that I would go with. Um, let's see here. So Jacob is dominating in points, which is why I'm trying to sell, but I'm also close in assists and want to find someone that really helps with that. Um, uh, it's going to be tough to get a guy like Steph Curry, but that was kind of the first name that came to mind. Um, uh, he was a first round pick though. But uh, if, if someone needs help in that department, one, you're also getting, you know, threes. So you, maybe you're not losing many points there in the three column with McCollum. But uh, Steph, Seth, or Steph Curry definitely gets quite a bit of assists. He's averaging 6.7 at the moment right now. Uh, let me just filter here by averages real quick. So, again, McCollum's averaging a little bit more than Steph Curry. They're pretty equal at the moment right now. So that could be your, your case to say, hey, uh, McCollum's getting more, you know, more numbers and more stats at the moment right now. Curry's probably going to average uh, pretty similar towards the end of the season but uh, a little bit boost in the assist column there. If you're looking for more of a big guy, I don't, I don't know if you, if you specifically want a point guard or a shooting guard, uh, but maybe you look for a guy that's passing the ball as a big man pretty well. Uh, that, that could be something that interests here. And the guy that I would call up again is Julius Randle because he's averaging 7.1 assists per game this year. So you're going to take a hit with the three-point shooting but you're also getting better probably rebounding and then the points, the points might not be all that different. Maybe just a like four or five points per game less there too. So if you need someone, you know, to kind of add some muscle to your team, uh, maybe Randall is the guy. Uh, maybe let's just kind of filter by assists real quick here too. If you're looking for a little bit of a notch at assists, um, I mean, you're not going to get a Westbrook, Harden, Jokic, Young. Mm, maybe talk to the Trey Young owner, just see how he's feeling. Um, I, how do you feel about a guy like Kyle Lowry? And this is a guy that, you know, he can go off for points, you know, any, any given night, but he's going to give you more rebounds and he's probably going to give you more assists. So he's getting 5.6 rebounds per game, 7.3. He also gets a steal per game here too. Um, so it's not the greatest. I, I think I'd rather keep McCollum in that situation, but uh, essentially you're looking for a guy that can get you probably seven assists per night. Uh, I just want to see what McCollum has been doing. McCollum's averaging about five. So if you can get somewhere in the sixes to sevens um, for the most part, but you also want a guy that's going to average over 40 points per game here. Um, so I think I'm going to stick with, with probably Curry or Lillard. I would maybe target those guys if you're looking strictly for point guards. Uh, he's got uh, Tatum. Let's, uh, so let's take a look here at Robert Covington real quick. Oh, Robert, Robert. Robert Covington, if you guys got any more buy, sell, trade questions, we can keep doing that. I think that might be kind of my Monday night thing going forward, or we just open it up for the waiver wire. We can talk any decisions you guys got going on here. Um, so Robert Covington or Patty Mills. So I do like the playing time here, but this seems really inconsistent for me. I don't know if I can trust this on a nightly basis. His 12, his 13s. He does have a good game every now and then, uh, but maybe... 
if you're looking strictly at this week, the Portland Trailblazers do have an extra game. I think that might that might tip my my hat towards uh, Robert Covington here. So it's it's close, and I think just because it's the four games to the three games, I'll probably go with Covington. And I mean, just looking strictly at the four games, you, you might be able to get what seventy points out of him. You know, at least seventy points. I would hope for. Um, so I think just based on those four games, I would just take it for the week here. Um, so when is John Morant coming back? So we're playing Bane. Okay. So when is, let me, let's, let's just see what, uh, Mr. Morant has been up to. I haven't heard of any updates, uh, recently. Um, looks like they don't have anything specifically here. So let's just quick do a little simple search, see what we can find. So John Morant return. Um, I mean, we had the estimate of three to five weeks. This, you know, came out on December 30th. So, I mean, at that point, first week of January, second week, third. So we're kind of, you know, in that late second, the third week here. So it might be another two to three weeks that we're out. Um, there is an article here, quickly return. We'll see what happens here. Three to five weeks. Um, so maybe early February. I think that's probably the earliest that we're going to see a guy like Morant back here. So, I mean, if you're looking to guy to maybe buy someone low that's on someone's waiver wire, John Morant could be uh, maybe bought for a pretty good fraction. I mean, he was probably a second or third round pick in most leagues. So uh, maybe he's a he's a target there for you. I'm getting Wiggins and Mitch for Allen and Blake Griffin. Sorry, but, uh, no, that's okay, man. No worries. Um, so we're getting Andrew Wiggins and Mitch Mitchell Robinson for Jared Allen and Blake Griffin. I, I'm good with that. Blake Griffin's kind of like a, a walking uh, skeleton of glass at this point. And I, I, I really like Jared Allen, but uh, I, I don't mind the switch to Mitch. And then I think you're getting the better player with Wiggins. So I think we're in a good spot there. Um, so Aiden's got Kemba in the IR. Um, and then did we win or lose this trade? So we're giving up Hero, Jalen Brown, LaMelo Ball. LaMelo's been on uh, a tear lately. Uh, you got LaMelo and Carmelo for Steph Curry, Bam Adebayo. Um, I mean, in hindsight, uh, I mean, Steph Curry and Bam Adebayo, those are two kind of staples. I think, I mean, Carmelo Anthony, he's kind of just like a, he's probably like the worst player on someone's team, you know, kind of guy. He's going to be on and off the waiver wire. He's only averaging about just under 20 points. So I don't think he's a, a big necessarily piece there. And I haven't checked out Tyler Hero's numbers lately, but he's actually been playing decent. I just I just don't like the inconsistency. It's either 15, 16, or, or a 40-point game there. Um, and then Jalen Brown, that's probably the one piece that I, I would like to have back. Um, but uh, then you got LaMelo Ball, who I guess at the time right now, it's not looking like the best deal because LaMelo's been turning it on. Uh, 55, 36 and a half, 29, 37, 40, 30, 42. Um, so probably when you made that trade, you know, we were looking at LaMelo being uh, a guy that was playing, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. But I think at the moment right now, um, I would have liked, I would probably have liked Jalen Brown, LaMelo, and Tyler Hero, but I, I do think with Curry and Bam out of bio, that gave you some star power to maybe work on some of your depth here. So you could probably find, you're probably able to find someone that could help you out, uh, fill those points here. So it's kind of a push. You're getting the the, the top two players probably on the list, uh, whereas the other team's getting a little bit more depth. So uh, I guess it, it's depending on how you look at it. If you want the depth, I like the the guys you sent away. If you want the studs and, and kind of, you know, just stack a little bit heavy top there. I think Curry and Bam Adebayo are just fine here. So I'm not sure if I answered everyone's questions correctly here, but I kind of want to just kind of keep looking 
uh, maybe let's just kind of filter again. We were kind of, I don't know, like we were just looking for, you know, fantasy players here that might be under the radar. So I'm going to go ahead and filter here by the last seven days. We'll go and filter here by average fantasy points. And we're just going to, I'm just going to go down the list and I'm purely looking at this percent ownership column to see who sticks out. So DeAndre Hunter, this is a guy that I wanted to talk about in terms of buy or sell. I'm buying DeAndre Hunter. He's been playing fantastic. I love how many minutes he's getting. He has the ability to put over 20 points a night. And then he's super consistent with these rebounds. I think I, I'm a fantasy player that values consistency. I mean, I'll even take a guy that averages, I'll take a guy that averages 25 a night every night versus the guy that averages, you know, 26. And it's kind of spread out. That's just how my mind works. I like to see the 30 plus points every night per game here. So Hunter uh, playing some really good minutes here for the Atlanta Hawks, getting consistent points. You can see his, you know, his, his range of outcomes has been 17 to 23 points the last five nights and he's getting five to eight rebounds, which I like a lot. He'll chip in a little bit with the assists. I think this five might be a little bit of an outlier here. And then the steals and the blocks, he's going to get something every night here. So DeAndre Hunter, less than 80% owned. And at this point, this is a guy that should be in, in the 90% ownership here. So if the owner doesn't really know what he has with DeAndre Hunter, you might be able to buy low on him. Uh, I think most people bought him in the free agency, so they're not going to have a huge attachment to him. You know, it's not like you spent like a seventh round pick on him. Um, so he should be a little bit easier to acquire than, you know, like a typical stud. Um, so I really do like DeAndre Hunter there. Let me see what we got going on here. So Jacob's team is Carl Anthony Towns, Tatum, Drummond, uh, D'Angelo, McCollum, uh, Randall, nice, Sexton, Levert, uh, Jared Allen, Hardaway, Bridges, Seth Curry, Richardson, and Portis. Dang. This is this is a good team. Um, so maybe if, if you think you can get Curry, maybe you have to send McCollum and, and somebody else. Like if, if you have to do a two-for-one and you have to give up a Hardaway or a Richardson to get rid of one of your Mavericks, that might be that might be you know doable. I mean, if you ask anybody, any logical person, they would probably rather have Steph Curry over McCollum. So maybe you have to kind of sweeten the pot a little bit. Um, but uh, if that interests you, I think that sometimes that's what you have to do because a guy like Hardaway, who's been playing some good ball lately, um, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm looking at his averages lately. He, he had that sick dunk the other night. That was him, right? With the, no, that was uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. So Hardaway is playing good. So I, maybe I wouldn't trade him away. Um, the one guy here, though, maybe maybe Josh Richardson would be the one to kind of push push with McCollum. Uh, he is out uh, quarantine for seven days, so maybe that's kind of hard to push here. Um, but that's a bummer. Um, so I don't know. Your, your team is very good, though. Uh, your team is very good. I think Seth Curry is also on that list as well. Uh, but maybe just one of the things that I like to tell people is to you have to have conversation with your your trading partner. You can't just kind of walk into uh, the ESPN app and just fling a trade and, and expect it to go well. I'd like to, before I even send a trade, I'll, I'll talk to that person first and just be like, hey, is, is he on the table? Uh, do you like X, Y, and Z from my team? And you kind of just keep pushing things together out there on the table. Um, so if you're looking for a, a player of Curry's caliber, I mean, that's going to be like, you know, prying it from his hands. That's going to be a little tough. So it might uh, need to grease his wheel a little bit and maybe send a two for one situation. Or if you're comfortable with sending another stud and maybe getting two studs in return, that's always, you know, a helpful piece too. Um, so Justin is going to keep holiday and keep Rocco until his back to back and drop him. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
yeah, play the matchups. Diallo, check Diallo was was basically uh, one of the other guys that I wanted to uh, Hamadou. Never mind, my bad. I'm thinking check Diallo. But Hamadou had the banger night the last two nights here, the 8th and the 10th of January. He's not playing a lot of minutes, but I do like the spike here, 24 and 29, 25 and 23 points. The rebounds and the assists, like this looks like he's going to get two to four assists per game here. Uh, I don't think we can expect 11 rebounds, you know, like every other night, but I do like, you know, the six to eight range. I think that's totally doable here. The steals was, was a really nice boost too, but I don't think you can expect four steals every night. You're probably looking for one and hoping for two. Uh, but this is a guy here who he's had two of his best games, maybe of his, his season in his career so far back to back. Um, and again, he's only 9.4% owned. So he's probably the one must add player uh, of the week here. I didn't think of him because we were thinking of point guards earlier, but if you can plug in a shooting guard at that position uh, or just at the top and you have other point guards to use, I definitely recommend Diallo is probably one of my favorite waiver wire ads uh, to get this week. And you can see the KGB there. I did. I was able to scoop him up in one of my leagues. Uh, no problem, Jacob. Yeah, you can always come and ask questions, whatever you need. I think Monday night would be my waiver wire um, just from a schedule standpoint going forward, Tuesday nights, I'm typically typically hanging out with my uh, my guys, Drake and John. Uh, that's more of just a conversation that we have, you know, catching up and looking at things as a whole and then kind of letting the uh, the chat room questions, you know, kind of pop in and out. Uh, but Monday nights, I think this is going to be my kind of open my open book where we just uh, hop with whatever you guys need and hopefully we can help and, you know, talk through things. Um, so Trey, Trey Young. Uh, so the Atlanta Hawks have been frustrating and especially Trey Young's last two games. I don't know what happened in the Charlotte game here. He's, he was just off and I don't really like these high turnover numbers either here. So it's almost like he's forcing it. And uh, I mean, you, you trigger Trey, you know, he's been, he's been chucking up a lot of shots. The offense hasn't really been clicking. Although I do like DeAndre Hunter still. Uh, but again, he's, he's getting the minutes. This might be a guy to potentially uh, to, to buy low on. You know, I mean, if you're a Trey Young owner, you drafted him probably in the top 10, uh, top 12 uh, of, of drafts. And all of a sudden you get 36 points in the last two games. So I, I really think that maybe the young owner is frustrated. If you, if you were a young owner, I'm holding. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not flinging Trey Young for anything. You know, the first week and a half, we, like, everyone was super pumped about what they were getting in returns from Young. But all of a sudden, maybe this opens up a little window here where you could potentially get him for just a little bit, you know, a little bit off. Um, so if Jacob is still around and you want to go get a guy like Trey Young, I mean, this this might be the only time we get a, a string of these kind of games. So it's, it's worth talking about it. Uh, and the other thing, too, is, um, is if Jacob is still in here, he's asking the question about maybe moving McCollum. I mean, some it depends on how savvy your league is. I know the first things that my fantasy league members look at is how many points is he averaging and what has he done the last you know four or five games here. They really look at this game log, uh, and I think they're going to like McCollum's numbers a little bit better. And the thing about Trey Young too, uh, Jacob, is look at those assist numbers. He's averaging eight point six. You see some you know double digit assist numbers, which is really nice. Um, so maybe maybe we put Trey Young on the list. If you can't get a Curry, maybe you can get a Trey Young. I think that would be a pretty good uh, opportunity. So I'm holding Trey Young, potential buy low opportunity there. I'm never selling low on a guy like Trey Young. I expect him to bounce back uh, for sure. Uh, let's see. No problem, Justin. Thank you guys for hanging out. Don't forget to hit that like button on the uh, 
somewhere over here, wherever it is. But uh, that like button really helps too, because it lets YouTube know that this is a, a worthwhile video and it helps push out the algorithm to, to get it to other viewers. So, um, so are we going to fantasy football mocks going? Yes. Um, I think you're, are you talking like in terms of like the NFL draft? Like, will I put up mock drafts? I definitely will look into uh, that. I think I might even have a friend or two come on and we'll do kind of like a live uh, first round mock draft or something. But I typically wait until after the NFL combine to put out any of my draft content. Um, at the moment right now, I'm collecting notes. I'm kind of like 15 receivers. Like I, I like looking at the receivers first. I've done some of the running backs and some of the quarterbacks, but I spend a lot of time watching tape and just looking at everything. But it's not until after the combine is when I start to put out my things. But we'll for sure, we're going to have some fantasy or Fantasy football mock drafts probably starting after the real draft. You know, I think maybe end maybe May is when I'll first do my my real fantasy football mock, and then leading up into the NFL draft, we'll put out some some mock draft potential stuff there. Um, awesome, yeah, glad because uh, I, I noticed your team has a lot of the players that uh, that uh, me, John, and Drake were talking about here. So you did pretty well. It looks like you're and you're probably at least two and one at this point. I, I would imagine so. Um, so Ricky Rubio, um, Tate and Caruso for Trey sound. Um, is that, so this is the big 20 point league or the 20 man league here. Um, so let me see here. So Jashawn Tate, is this who we're talking about? The, the young guy for Houston here. So, um, it's a stretch. I mean, if I, if I'm the Trey young owner, I'm probably not going to do it just because the, the Trey young name carries so much weight. Uh, but if this is that 20-man league that we're talking about here, um, potentially, I mean, you're going to be getting you know, about 16 points from this player here. You're going to get uh, what's Caruso been averaging the last few games here. So I don't know why he's out. Um, but uh, maybe so you're, now you're almost up to about 30 points between those guys here and Rubio. Uh, I, like, I still like Ricky Rubio. He can have some pretty good games every now and then. So Rubio obviously is the best player. Um, averaging about 20. So if the guy really needs some help in some other positions, it's worth it's worth an offer. Uh, but Aiden, I for sure you gotta. I, I, I think I would for sure talk to the Trey Young owner first and see, you know, do you want a, a two for a two for one, a three for one, and kind of see what he's looking for there? Because I do think people are probably getting frustrated with with Trey Young. So conversation is your friend with trades. Because um, uh, a lot of times. Uh, if you send a two for one or someone, it's easy for them to just to reject it and to not talk to you. So by opening up the door for conversation, uh, I've, I've just, from my experience, that always gets my trade a little bit closer to being completed. So uh, what's going on, Severin Lund? How you doing tonight? Um, so we need a small forward. Can trade Fox or Hero with Dylan Brooks or OGB worth it? So I need a small forward. We can send away Fox or Tyler Hero. Would Dylan Brooks or OG be worth it? Um, so De'Aaron Fox, that was another, it looks like Fox came up a couple times here. Um, so I really like De'Aaron Fox uh, quite a bit. I don't know what's been going on these last two games here. What happened in this Chicago game? Um, so it's for ESPN points league. Okay. Um, so I think... I think you'd be selling low on Fox right now, especially these, you know, two of these last three games have not been reflective of what he can do uh, on the season so far. So I, I think I would hold on to Fox right now. Tyler Hero is a guy that does kind of have a, a wide range. 
of outcomes, but he's he's been kind of, you know, hot, cold, hot, cold. He's been kind of interchanging these games here. So I do think Tyler Hero probably has uh, maybe a little bit more appeal in a trade, uh, especially just looking at some of these numbers recently. You might be able to get more from your return there. So are we taking Dylan Brooks or OG Anunobi uh, for maybe a Tyler Hero type player? Um, so I really like Dylan Brooks. I, I wonder about his potential, what happens when John Morant comes back. He probably actually just keeps his numbers pretty close to the same. Maybe he loses you know, some of these assist numbers here. But uh, I would say Dylan Brooks for Tyler Hero. I think I'd rather have Dylan Brooks in that one. It's really close. So that one does make sense to me there. And then me, I've, I've been an OG and Anobi guy from the beginning of the season. At this point, it's been kind of one of those hot, cold situations. Um, so I think I'm going to, if, if this is your move, I think I would try to send Hero for a Dylan Brooks or an OG Anunobi. Uh, but really, like, you're, you're pretty, if, if you're holding on to Fox and Hero, I mean, your team must be pretty good. Uh, but if you need a small forward, um, and then is Dylan Brooks dual eligibility here? I think he is. Okay, because Dylan Brooks is dual, I'm going to go with Dylan Brooks there. Uh, so maybe move Hero for Brooks. Uh, and then what about Fox? Like viewer fantasy mocks on mock drafts on sleeper. Um, in all, basically all summer, I, I did um, I did multiple mock drafts throughout the summer, like all June, all July, all August, and I did them on like basically every platform. So I used ESPN, I used Yahoo, I used Sleeper, I did some best ball drafts. I tried to spread it out to as many platforms as I could get to. Um, dang, three undefeated teams. It sounds like you got some top heavy action there. Um, the hero of Fox trade is ESPN point standard. Yep. Um, and then, so some players to put on the table. Um, so are you, are you saying to put Darren Fox out on the table then Aiden? Um, if you're looking at moving Aaron Fox, I think I would hold, maybe I wouldn't move Aaron Fox until he has one of those big games. Um, because, uh, if you just, if you just hold on to the last three games have been a little tough. I mean, as soon as he puts up, you know, one of these these back-to-back 40-point games, I think that's the time to move and pounce and maybe swap out a guy. Maybe you get a two-for-one or something like that. But I think uh, just on what he's done a lot, this this might scare off an owner and drive his value down, especially just seeing this weird five-minute game. I think he got hurt in that one, if I remember correctly. Uh, but I think I would hold on to Fox if you're looking at sending somebody. Um, that I think I would I definitely would wait there in a sec. Um, so let me see what else we got going on here. So Severin's in first place. We got Jaron Jackson on IR. So not sure if it's good to have both Brooks. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, it does feel weird to have like, if you, especially if you have like three players from one team that does get a little nervous. Uh, I think in this league that I have right here though, I have, I have three dudes from Memphis and I, I really don't mind it. Cause I picked up, um, and so in this league, I got Tyus Jones, I got Kyle Anderson and I have Brandon Clark. So I'm, I'm like, I'm riding basically half of Memphis's points right now. So I don't mind it. Uh, it's, it's, it's more concentrated. Uh, and I, I think once Jaron Jackson comes back, it, it could, they're not going to compete too much uh, for the most part. They, they kind of get different areas of the floor, different body sizes and stuff. So I, I don't think that scares me off too much. Uh, but you might be able to move Jaron Jackson too, if he comes back, but it's probably going to be a slow a slow uh, ramp up period for him. So I think we're going to be okay without um, worrying about that for, for too much longer yet. Um, so Aiden's asking who do you think I can get for Pat Williams and Tate in the 20 person league with the th broken. Yes. Um, Tate rank 99 and Pat 97 and Trey 107. Yikes. Okay. So 
that's the league where the the, the points equal three pointers equal five points if, if i'm correct here so i wish i could counter I, w I wish i could filter and see who does all the threes here maybe i'll have to go to uh nba.com oh, not nab i'm not trying to nab nba stats and i'm just going to look and see who's kind of hammering the three pointers here um so let's go with uh go with points no that's team my bad here so players, three-pointers made. So this is what we're looking for. Uh, what do you think I can get for Pat Williams and Tate in a 20-person league with three broken? Okay, so three-pointers made. So we're probably looking for some lower-tier players. Alec Burks, maybe. He's, he is, I think he's still hurt at the moment right now. Let me just double-check this real quick. Um, so he's in a walking boot right now, but he's probably coming back pretty shortly. Um, he hasn't played since uh, early, late December, but this might be a guy to keep an eye on in the waiver wire if you're looking for three-pointers here. Um, let me go back to that uh, NBA stats page here. This is a tough question, Pat Williams and Tate. So you're trying to trade both guys. So essentially you're looking for someone that's still kind of on the bottom tier of things, but just make some threes. Um, so this is tough. Um I mean, can you get Seth Curry? He wasn't really highly drafted. Patty Mills might be a guy worth looking into. Um, so I'm just looking for guys that maybe people don't really respect too much. Cam Johnson, that, that's a pretty good buy low opportunity there. Sadiq Bey is actually hitting 2.63s per game here too. Um, Darius Garland, like, I know Garland's coming back soon, but I, I really think Darius Garland should be a guy there. Um, Gary Trent Jr. hits a couple. J. Michael Green actually hits a couple here for a big guy. I don't know if J. Michael Green's available here. Um, I don't. I, I struggle with these questions because it's twenty teams. Um, I'm just thinking anybody around two two threes per game. Lugans Dort Dort kind of had a pop off to the start of the year. Maybe Dort might be a guy worth worth checking in on. Marcus Smart, George Hills, pretty good three point shooter. Um, probably can't get Halliburton, um, but definitely. I don't know if any of these guys stick out here. I just filtered by three pointers made here. So I think that would probably be where I start. And it's, it's, I wish, cause I can't see uh, the percent ownership of things with, with, I don't have the three point stat here. Cause I don't play categories, um, which could be something I play in the future. Um, so I hope that helped. Maybe I gave you a couple names there to keep an eye out for any thoughts on Deandre Hunter's slow start in a 12 team points league. So you probably ended up taking Deandre Ayton in, like the third round, I would bet. Uh, and as, as kind of frustrating as he's been, he's still, a, you know, the eighth-ranked player, but his points are kind of low here, which is frustrating. Um, so the thing, the thing that I can think of here is it's been a slow start because they're, they're, you know, they're implementing a new offense with Chris Paul, and he's been kind of touch and go from the start too. So I think for now we've developed a pretty good floor. You know, he's averaging over 30 points per game. So I do like this, and we really haven't seen – one of those monster games from him where he's going to hit like 20 boards and like 20 points. So if you're just patient, I think that's going to continue uh, to get better and better in Phoenix. And uh, it, it, we're three weeks into the season. I think it, it, a lot of teams are still kind of figuring themselves out. It's, it's been kind of a weird, you know, two week preseason stretch for the most part. Um, so I do think Aiden, it's a slow start, but the, the Suns in general have kind of had a slow start. So I would, I would expect, uh, 
you know, at this point, 30, 31.7, maybe he gets that up a little bit, you know, towards the season, uh, the midway point of the season here. But we really haven't seen that monster game yet, too. So I think it's coming uh, as, as the Suns get a little bit more under their feet here. So hopefully, uh, hopefully soon here, man. Just hold on. 12-team league, you still got a top 10 center. So we're doing uh, pretty good. So it doesn't have to be a three-point shooter. Okay. Um, so let me let me look here because I'm just kind of curious. Let me just type in uh, Tate's. So Tate ownership is about 0.3% rostered. And let's see here. Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams is probably a little bit more owned. So 13.9% here. So Patrick Williams might actually be able to get you somebody a little bit more valuable than I'm thinking. So at 16 point whatever percent ownership, um, about 13.9 plus, basically you're throwing in um, Tate for free. So maybe... I don't know. I, I, I really like uh, Terrence Ross. I don't know if the other, you know, owner is going to get rid of him. He's 56% owned. Uh, that was the first player that came to mind, but you're probably looking for somebody in that 25 to 40% owned. Um, let me just kind of quick check real here. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I do like Donovan Mitchell. Well, we'll talk about him in a second. I just want to kind of look for players that are about 25% owned here and that are putting up a decent amount of points. Um, so a guy like Josh Jackson, um, who it's, it's his first couple games back from injury. He's only got 10 and 12 points, but before that, uh, he was averaging, you know, he was one of the best scorers for the Detroit Pistons. So this might be a guy worth looking into. Um, I mean, I would, I definitely would take Josh Jackson over Patrick Williams. I think going forward, I think the opportunity is going to be more consistent and better. These were his first two games back from an ankle injury. So it could get better here. So maybe Josh Jackson might be the guy, uh, for you to target. Cause essentially, I mean, I don't know how much Tate offers. Uh, he, he's kind of like a role player that could be started there. Uh, but for Patrick Williams, essentially to get, to get Josh Jackson, I think that might be kind of where I'm looking. Uh, that one does kind of make sense. I think, I think that's probably the guy. Uh, worth a worth a look for sure, but again, Patrick Williams is playing decent this year. Um, maybe we look, maybe one more check here. I'm just looking for a guy that's going to average a little bit more than 20 points. Try for Hamadou Diallo. This guy's been going off. He might be hard to trade with these 40 point games recently here, uh, but he's only 9.4% rostered. Um, check it out. Maybe maybe you can get a, a piece of him there. Um, uh yeah go watch Lamelo ball and, and don't forget we got a we got alabama ohio state tonight guys that's coming on pretty soon here so i've been going live for about 50 minutes so how about we hang out another five minutes or so before seven um so we'll answer this donovan mitchell question real quick donovan mitchell man he's been for i think a second round pick he's been a third round pick in my league but he's been pretty frustrating his lows have been low we can't have a 20 point game a 26 against the knicks uh, I think I'd be comfortable with a 32-point game. But he really, I mean, he's had the one 32-point game here against Milwaukee, 5-7. and seven, uh, But he's not really hitting his stride yet. I don't really have my finger on it yet because a lot of the Utah Jazz is kind of all, you know, it's all together. So uh, I really like Donovan Mitchell. This might be a, a, a buy-low opportunity uh, because he was, you know, a potential late second, third-round pick in most leagues, probably taken somewhere in the 30s from a draft here. So Donovan Mitchell is definitely on my buy low list. Uh, I think people might be a little bit frustrated with him. 
Uh, but again, that 50-point game here, that might change some people's minds here. But he's definitely underperforming what we thought he was. So I think if you have Donovan Mitchell, be patient. He's a hold. Uh, but if if you're looking to kind of shake things up with your roster, just see what the uh, Donovan Mitchell owner is up to. See how he's feeling here. Um, so Nick's saying, I'm still rostering Cousins because his production per minute is so amazing. Man, I have I have the same thoughts. I have in my big money league, I do have DeMarcus Cousins. The man's been injected twice in the last two weeks. It's frustrating because, man, I think it was Wednesday night or Thursday night. We got that beautiful like 40-point game out of him. Um, that game also was without Christian Woods. I think that's why he got the minutes. But all I want is I just want him to hit 20 minutes consistently because we know he's going to get 25, 30 fantasy points for us. Um, so I think I also think it's part of a ramp up period with him. Um, I mean, the fact that they were able to give him 24 minutes, Christian Wood wasn't in the game that game. I do think he's he's, he's eventually going to start hitting 20 minutes consistently here. And basically, the more they see him, I think it's going to be harder to keep him off the floor because he's just he's like the Tasmanian devil for big men out there. He kind of just he's a magnet for for chaos. So I do think we're going to hold on to Demarcus Cousins, and he just needs he just needs to go you know do some anger management classes. I think you know some goose fraba, uh, but he's averaging eighteen point five. But that's not really telling the story because he's been ejected twice uh, this Dallas game and this Lakers game. Uh, and we've seen 21.25 and a 44.5. So I think he's going to settle somewhere in these ranges. I do like the 17 minutes as a floor, 23 minutes maybe on the high end and room for growth here. Uh, but double-doubles are coming, guys. Uh, if, if he can just average 20 minutes per game, you know, he's going to be flirting with those double-doubles. So I, I really like DeMarcus Cousins. At 50% owned, basically, Maybe this is a buy low candidate here. You know, see what uh, see what the Demarcus Cousin owner is feeling. If he's available, you should probably pick him up. He's definitely worth it being your worst guy on the roster. Again, he's been ejected in two games, uh, which is not uh, the best here. But otherwise, he's been playing uh, like we said here with Nick, very high points per minutes player here. Um, so Tate isn't bad. Um, so he must be hitting some threes for you, at least maybe one point something per game. Um, so I don't know. Maybe if, if it makes sense. Um, let's see here. Same amount of points as Kevin Herter. Wow. So, okay. So he must be hitting some threes. Um, uh, I guess Aiden, does it, does it make sense? I, I guess I, I'm struggling here because I struggle to put my mind, you know, thinking around a 20 man league and in terms of, of how that roster construction going, you know, for other players here. So a guy like Patrick Williams, who he does have value like in 12 team leagues even. So you should be able to get a guy that has a decent amount of value. And then if you add in Tate, that should be a little bit boost there. So I'm, I mean, I was just kind of thinking of, of guys in that 25 to 40% ownership range. Again, let me just kind of go to that real quick and see if anybody shakes out that I like. Um, so we're looking at, this is under two. So a guy that might get some opportunity going forward is Davis Bertans. This guy's a three-point you know, shooter. And now that uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas Bryant's out for the year, you might see them go a little bit small ball here too. I know Moritz Wagner's a guy worth probably adding. We didn't talk about him at all, uh, but uh, Bertans has been kind of inconsistent. He's not really well owned, 25.8%, but this is a guy that's going to get rebounds. He's going to you know pass the ball every now and then. He does get some steals too, uh, but this guy's a he's a three-point shooter. You know, four for nine the other night here on the January 8th. Um, so he sticks out here. Again, Tyus Jones, like, uh, we, we, we got John Morant coming back, but even when Morant comes back, we might see some good numbers from here too. Uh, let me see what else we got here. 
Again, Josh, I, I do like Josh Jackson. He's been kind of slow in his in his first couple games back, but this is a player here that I mean, straight up, I would probably take him over Patrick Williams. He's going to probably be you know back up in these twenty eight to thirty minutes per game, and he, he kind of was almost their leading scorer for the first week and a half of basketball here. So I do like him, but maybe let's just let me just aim a little bit higher here and see if there's any aspirational thoughts of someone we can get here. So you're saying he's higher than you're saying he's higher than Kevin Herter. Um, I don't know. What do you think about a, a guy like Bobby Portis? But Portis has been playing some really good ball lately. He's had a couple, you know, poor games here. It looks like he's doing pretty well against Orlando tonight here. But Portis, man, about 41% owned, 26 per game. He's been playing some good ball for the Bucks. Um, so I like a guy like him. Maybe one more. Kyle Anderson. I don't know if you can get a guy like Kyle Anderson. Uh, super steady. Uh, he's not going to, you know, get these 48s and these 35s these 45s anymore, but uh, he's, he's kind of on that fringe there where now he's kind of slowed down from his growth. Um, so someone like that might be an attractive buy there. So depth means a lot and start means a lot. Um, and that's the league where you can just lock your guy in, um, you know, and then between 80 and 50% people don't really value. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Um, and then, yeah, for sure. Keep DeMarcus cousins. Um, let me try to think. I don't. Uh, I don't need bigs. We got uh, Vucevic and Drummond. So if you're looking for more of like a shooting guard, you know, small forward type position here. Hmm. And now we're starting to get you know too high in the list. I, I really like Terrence Ross. I don't know if you can get a guy like Terrence Ross, but he's kind of had some some weaker games the last few games. I for sure would take Terrence Ross over Patrick Williams. But if you've if so, you're saying you don't need the depth. You'd rather you know change out the two depth pieces for a starter. I would I would look at Terrence Ross and see what that owner's thinking. Uh, Ruri Achimura is actually a guy that's going to get a lot of opportunity coming forward too. Now that Thomas uh, Bryant is out, they, the, the Wizards might kind of play some some pseudo small ball here and try some you know interesting lineups now that Bryant's out for the year. Um, so this is definitely a player, Rui Achimura. He should be owned in every league, 55.6. That's way too low. Um, so he might be an interesting buy low candidate there for you. Um, so you're good on center. Uh, let's go Ohio State. Yeah, man, good reminder there. I'm pro I should probably sign out of here tonight. Uh, but for sure, tomorrow night we'll be back 6 to 7. I'll be hanging out with my good friends John and Drake. I'm not sure what our topic is going to be, but we'll kind of be loose and whatever else we need to talk about. Uh, Nick Q's got one more thing. So yeah, Evan Fournier, um, he kind of had a weird start to the year. He's been kind of in and out of the lineup. I don't think he's playing tonight, but if anyone drops Evan Fournier, he's, he's worth a scoop. He's, I mean, one of the best shooters on the Orlando magic. So I, I do think, uh, just keep an eye on him. I didn't look to see what his percent ownership is, but he should definitely be a guy to put on your watch list at least and just kind of monitor him. Uh, but I want to thank everyone for hanging out tonight. Go watch the Alabama-Ohio State game. Uh, good luck with your, your matchups this week. Uh, but again, tomorrow night we'll be going live with John and Drake, 6 to 7 p.m. Central Time tomorrow night. Uh, thank you guys so much for your time. Have a good night, and we'll see you in another video. Peace.